In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. Last night, I read a poem that was written by Marianne Williamson, and this is so excellent. And I'll read this real slow because there's some pretty deep stuff here. I want us to not miss any of this. And it goes like this. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others really awesome words to think about. With all this in mind, I would like to introduce our guest for the week. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Rachel Carew, and let me tell you a little bit about her. Rachel is the owner and founder of Ray Development, which is a professional and personal development firm committed to helping organizations and individuals achieve success, productivity, and fulfillment. Described by her clients as a gifted coach and facilitator who is both intuitive and pragmatic, Rachel brings more than 19 years of human resources, training, coaching, and speaking support to her clients. Her clients include Raytheon, Mattel, the U.S. Navy, Nestle, the Braille Institute, Disney, ABC, and much more. She holds a master's Masters in Counseling for Business and is a certified coach. In addition to writing, Rachel is a soulful singer who enthralls her audiences with songs that evoke Adele, Carol King, and Barbara Streisand. Rachel motivates others to maximize their strengths, work through perfectionism, be proactive, and take charge of their lives and careers in order to live an integrated, fulfilled life. Incorporating singing and music into her programs allows Rachel to creatively deliver these foundational messages in a very meaningful way. We will discuss all of this and so much more on today's show. With all of this in mind, here is my guest, Rachel Carew. Rachel, are you there? I am. Hello. Wow. Welcome to the show. That is a really, really, very interesting background. Let's talk about some of this. How did you get started? I mean, where did your journey start? What 
did you learn along the way and where did you, what did you do to arrive at your current place where you're at now? Great question. And before I jump in, I just wanted to thank you for sharing that quote. I actually utilize that quote in some of my work, so I was so touched by it. So thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. In fact, it's it's really interesting because a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, shared that with me on Facebook last night. And I still – I told him I was preparing for my show, and I hadn't come up with my quote-unquote brilliant nugget of the week yet. And he said, here, use this. And I'm like, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. I'm using it. It was very serendipitous because it so much ties into a lot of what inspires me to do what I do. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. So tell us how you got started, Rachel. Absolutely. Uh, so one of my first passions has always been around performing, especially singing. And uh, many moons ago, I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And at the time, I was a full-fledged perfectionist. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I received my first rejection while I was there not to get into their second year program. And being a perfectionist, I pretty much turned my back on performing for over 20 years. And anytime I would attempt to sing or perform, literally, I'd be so uncomfortable that my arms would fall asleep at my side. And I wound up going to business school and getting my bachelor's with an emphasis in human resources and later my master's degree, as you mentioned, for counseling business. And I worked in human resources and specifically training and development. And I very much felt compartmentalized. I didn't feel very integrated as a person. Just as an example, I was the human resources manager at EMI Music Distribution, mm. and no one knew that I sang. <laughs> mm. So I love my work uh, as a coach and as a speaker and as a trainer, I've had my own practice now for over 12 years, but something was missing for me. And all of this started to change about seven years ago when I unfortunately was in a car accident. Mm. And that, yeah, that accident really led to such a new path where I not only started singing again and producing shows and singing at gigs, way to integrate singing back to my work, where I now will sing as part of the speaking and facilitation work that I do. Uh, and all this led me now to write a book about my journey, uh, which is called Stepping Into More, mm. Lessons from a Recovering Perfectionist. Mm. This is part one of a three-part project. Part two will include a CD. Uh, to accompany the book, and part three will be a, a keynote and a show where I'm singing as I'm sharing my story. And really, the whole point of all of this is to inspire people to reconnect with all of who they are so they can shine and lead with their light and not small saying in your opening quote. Wow. That's really great. I, I appreciate you sharing all of that. And, and we will certainly explore all of this and, and much more uh, during the show. But I do want to ask, because you've worked with some pretty high-profile companies. You mentioned that your, your degree was in counseling for business. I would imagine there's a difference between personal counseling and counseling for business? Great question. Actually, uh, my master's program was part of the educational psychology department, which meant that Many of my classes I, I took were counseling classes along with marriage family therapy students. Uh, so a large part of my program dealt with that 
personal type of counseling. And then I had specialized classes that honed in on organizational development, organizational behavior, consulting, and that sort of thing. Mm. Okay, great. So let me ask, and, and every t- anytime I get a guest who's worked with some really high-profile people, I always like to ask, how did you get to meet these people? How did you get these people to be your clients? What, what kinds of things had to happen in order for these relationships to develop? Wonderful. Uh, well, I, I really developed my relationships in a few different ways. Uh, when I first got started, I, I began um, by subcontracting as a consultant for a training organization, and I still do a little bit of that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that led to some of those relationships. But as I progressed further into my career, I found that speaking is a wonderful way for me to meet people. And it's all about building relationships. Uh, So I speak quite a bit. And a lot of my clients have come from speaking at human resources, conferences, or association meetings. I also very much believe that being active in your community is important. And I'm a a leader with the American Society of Training and Development. I, I lead what they call a special division each month, and I bring in speakers. Mm. And that's been a wonderful opportunity to stay connected to people in my field and to learn. And um, so I have I received some opportunities there as well. And then as the more I get out there, the more it's all about word of mouth and, mm. and also continuing relationships once I develop them, um, being able to maintain those relationships uh, for many years. Wow, that's fantastic. And I know that sometimes as I've read stuff that Brian Tracy has re- has written, he said uh, really that when he moved into a new community, he got his power, his powerful you know career really going by going to a lot of network events and volunteering for, for things and volunteering for leadership positions and volunteering to organize stuff. I imagine you do a lot of that too in order to build your relationships. Absolutely. And I, and I very much agree with that. And actually as part of my career role as a career coach, I am very much encouraging my clients to do the same because it's all about building relationships. Uh, it's wonderful to look at websites, but until people see you in action, they're not going to have you on their mental radar. Yeah, so the more that you get involved and show people what you're about and be willing to be in service, mm-hmm. uh, then that really provides an opportunity for people to remember you and to recommend you. That's really fantastic. Um, are there specific types of groups that you tend to gravitate toward more than any others? or? Is, is there basically any group that you feel like joining, or how do you decide where you're going to spend your time and energy? Well, just like I recommend for my clients, uh, it all starts with knowing who your target market is. Mm. And for me personally, um, sort of the lowest hanging fruit, if you would, given my background, was to really get involved with human resources uh, as well as to get involved in the training and development world and the coaching world. Mm. So those are really the three main areas where I've focused my attention. Um, I've also been a speaker uh, for CEOs in, in the past as well. 
That's fantastic. We've got less than a minute to our first break. My very special guest this week is Rachel Carew. She is an author and a speaker and a singer, and we will talk about how she incorporates all of those things into her work. We've talked about her background, and we will definitely spend some time talking about overcoming perfectionism. That is the subject of her book, which is called Stepping Into More, Lessons from a Recovering Perfectionist. And we will be coming right back after this break. And we also talked about how to attract high-profile clients to your business. you got to get out there. you got to build some relationships, be active in your community, and most of all, volunteer for things. With all that in mind, we will come back right after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. This is going to be an amazing show. Don't miss it. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest-growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. At Solave, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing. So that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solave with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solave is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solave with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solave revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. We're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Rachel Carew. She is the author of the book, Stepping Into More, Lessons from a Recovering Perfectionist. So let's talk about this subject because I find myself in, in many cases to be a perfectionist too. I tend to want to line up my little ducks in a row before I jump into something. But 
I realized not too long ago that if you try and line up the ducks in a row, eventually one of them will want to walk out of line. And then the others start thinking, I'm not sticking around for this. And pretty soon you're just chasing things all over the place and you never get anything done. Is that an experience that you share? Um, my experience is um, about trying to do everything 100% and right. recognizing it's not humanly possible. Right. I call it superhero syndrome. Yes, I can certainly relate. So why do you feel like you had to recover from this? I mean, what what really struck you as, as the need here that needed to be solved? Well, um, I, I realized personally um, many years ago that I was a recovering perfectionist. First mm -hmm. I found out I was a perfectionist, and then I went into recovery. And when I realized how... I was sort of hardwired in that way, um, I started to recognize how perfectionism really impacts our lives in every area, and it turns everything into a black and white situation and not enough, a lot of gray, and really builds some walls um, between our connection within ourselves as well as our connection with others. Mm. It makes things black and white, and it does not allow us to keep an open mind. Yeah, and if I could, um, I'd love to share uh, a definition from uh, Brene Brown, how she defines perfectionism, and she's sure. a wonderful author on this topic. She says that self-destructive and addictive belief systems that fuel this primary thought, if I look perfect, live perfectly and do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of shame, judgment, and blame. Mm. So, Brian, perfectionism is really a cover-up for something we don't feel good about ourselves, whether it be shame, fear, or insecurity. Mm. Wow. So, does your book talk about steps that we can take to alleviate this or solve this issue? Basically, my book is a autobiographical self-help book. And okay. what that means is that I have gone through the process of really sharing my journey with folks. And what I've done to invite people in and to help them reflect on their own personal journeys is at the end of each chapter, there are questions to guide the reader to really reflect on how my lessons might pertain to them personally. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really great. So was there a specific moment where you realized there's just something in my life that really needs to change as far as this topic is concerned? Or was it a, a gradual revelation and then you just finally had an aha moment? Wonderful question. So as I said, years ago, I started grappling with the idea of perfectionism and mm -hmm. continued to work on that. It really is a lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. And as I also mentioned, I had this continual desire to perform. And some of my mm -hmm. values are around self-expression mm -hmm. and authenticity. And for me, singing is one way to really fulfill those values and to mm -hmm. live those values. And I wasn't doing it. It wasn't happening to me. And as successful as I was with my business, I didn't feel integrated as a person. 
So that was going on. And mm-hmm. the third thing that was happening was I was in the midst of a very challenging time. Uh, we had a, my husband had a business that wasn't working and he needed to shift gears and that led to a bunch of financial issues. So I had all of these things happening, whole clouds sort of over my head. And what I started doing after that car accident, a very simple thing that a friend of mine encouraged me to do once I started singing again was to put in my signature line in my email a link to a video of me singing. Mm. And it was the first time that I ever started sharing with my professional world, hey, there's another side to me. Mm. And at some point during that difficult period, I was having a line and I was feeling anything but happy. And I was sort of droning on and what was happening. at me and he says, you're dead. You're, everything you said, you just sound dead. Except without singing. He's like, you really need to pursue that. You have a tribe that would be very excited to hear your story. Okay. And okay. I think we're having... I think we're having a, a connection issue, Rachel. It's it's very difficult to hear. I'm, uh, we're gonna we're gonna call you right back. We are talking with Rachel Carew, who is uh, an author, and she's written a book called "Stepping Into More: Lessons from a Recovering Perfectionist." And I'll tell you what, this is such an important topic. So many people out there do deal with this subject of perfectionism, and I, I love how Rachel talked about how sometimes we just use that to cover up stuff we feel insecure or inadequate about. And you're back, so. Uh, Rachel, I do apologize. We we didn't get everything that you just said here a little bit ago, but you did mention uh, a car accident. You did mention that you started using, uh, in the tagline of your email, a link to you singing, and you finally decided to start sharing this gift with your professional world. Yes, and uh, can you hear me better now, by the way? Much, much better. Thank you. Oh, the joys of technology. Yes. <laughs> what I was sharing was that during that difficult time, I was having a happy hour with a colleague of mine who I was feeling anything but happy at the time. And I was sharing with him what was going on in my world. And at some point, he just looked at me and said, Rachel, everything you said, you just sound completely dead, except for the piece about your singing. Mm. And he just really encouraged me. He said, your tribe is out there. People would like to they would benefit from story and I left that meeting sitting and percolating that idea five what's a tribe who are these people that would resonate with my story and that's mm-hmm. how the idea came forward to write the book mm. wow that's cool uh, was there any fear of doing this I mean I know a lot of time when we feel fear about anything I mean even Marianne Williamson who I quoted earlier in the show has some very great advice about this I felt a tremendous amount of fear because I realized that I was going to be sharing my story. I, and, of course, my story involves other people in my world. Um, I wound up rewriting my story several times for every time really looking from the lens of, am I owning my own stuff? Because I didn't want to make my story about placing blame. I wanted to make my story about sharing, hey, Here's where I came from. Here's what I did with it. And to give the reader ideas for, hey, what can they be doing to really embrace all of who they are and take their lives to that next level. 
Yeah, exactly. Were you worried or concerned about what other people might think about this? Sure, especially those people closest to me. And one of the ongoing lessons for me is about learning to what I call fill the well from within, knowing that I am satisfied and am going to trust my own instincts instead of relying on others for that external validation. So that was definitely a part of the journey and process for me in writing the book as well. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned validation. And I know that on your website, uh, it's what, raydevelopment.com, is that right? R-A-E development.com? That's right. Okay. I was on the website this weekend, and I read some of your blog postings, and you did talk about validation. And one thing that you said that I really, really liked, and of course it resonates with me, is you can't be worried about trying to please everyone because you're just not going to do it. And, you know, there are just some people that you don't want in your circle. I mean, as, as harsh as that sounds, you need to have people around you who you resonate with and who resonate with you. Uh, so talk about validation a little bit. How, how important was that to you and how important should it be? Well, I don't think that there's any magic formula there. I, I think that part of perfectionism, as I was mentioning before, is mm -hmm. oftentimes a cover-up for shame. And shame yeah. is really um, anything that we're, if we're, I think that we all have a basic need to feel connection. Yeah. To feel uh, affiliated and accepted and loved. And shame is the is the, that intensely painful feeling or experience of believing we're flawed or unworthy in some way. Right. So I think that that need um, or over reliance, if you would, on validation, oftentimes does sh stem from some shame that we're experiencing. That yeah. we're good enough unless we get that validation from the outside. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And we're about a minute and a half to our next break. So you did mention uh, worthiness, and I, I love that you did because I want to ask, I mean, even when you're coaching, when someone says to you or you get the vibe that someone feels like they're just not enough, what advice do you have for them? Well, firstly, I, I'm a really big believer in getting in touch with our subconscious negative beliefs. So I like my clients to really get in touch with what are, as I like to call them, their gremlins. What are those voices? What are those tapes? There's research out there that says we have 60,000 thoughts a day. 95% of those thoughts are the same thoughts you had yesterday. 80% of those thoughts are negative. And the real kicker is most of those thoughts are subconscious, so we don't know we're having them. So a lot of the work is finding out what are those subconscious negative thoughts that are we're telling ourselves, and then we get to question it and really get to decide if we're going to buy into that or not, because our brain lies to us all the time. All the time. I totally understand. We are coming up against our next break. We are talking with Rachel Carew, whose book is Stepping Into More, a uh, Lessons from a Recovering Perfectionist. And we've been talking about perfectionism. We've been talking about validation, uh, feeling the fear and acting on it anyway, and what to do if you sometimes just feel like you're not enough. I guarantee that you are. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio.
the mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. In today's business world, you have to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Carol is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. In each show, the LinkedIn lady will have a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show with your host, Carol McManus, every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Rachel Carew. She is an author, speaker, entertainer, and many other labels, positive labels that we can attach. And let's talk a little bit about why you choose to sing in your presentations. I think this is unique, and I think it's uh, really special. I mean, because very few people are bold enough to do something like this. So tell us, I mean, I know that it's a passion that you sort of hid underground for many, many years. What is it that finally allowed you to feel comfortable doing this? Well, I was uh, speaking for a CEO association, and uh, the chairperson for the association went on, he clicked on that link I mentioned on my uh, signature in email and saw that I sang. So he shared with the group of CEOs that I sang, and I said at some point, okay, well, maybe later I'll sing something. And at the end of the session, they uh, were having lunch, and they said, hey, you didn't sing. And I actually was not in the best of mood because five seconds before my session ended, one of the CEOs sort of derailed my session. And so I was like, oh, man, okay, fine. 
So I just decided I was going to sing a verse of this very vulnerable, heartfelt song called Grateful. Mm. And what was interesting was uh, they sent me an MP3 of their feedback, and almost half the group said, you really need to incorporate singing into your session. And I never thought I would hear that from the CEOs, although ironically, they had a really challenging time, CEOs in general, with me singing, but we could talk more about that in a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what really prompted the idea, and I was like, wow, I think I'm going to play with this. Let me start to integrate singing into my speaking engagements. Yeah. So that's how it started. (laughs) Wow. So, so you, you've mentioned previously that there is certainly a vulnerability component. I mean, you are really putting yourself out there and leaving yourself open to the praise or the opposite of that that could result from it. Absolutely. And I really use my singing, and I explain this to participants, as a way to model the idea of vulnerability uh, because it certainly is a risk. Um, mm-hmm. Being coming from my heart and really being authentic. And a lot of people see vulnerability as a weakness. Mm-hmm. And I assert that when we're willing to be grounded in who we are and to be authentic, that it actually draws people in. If I were just to put up that mirror of perfection, no one can relate to it. Mm-hmm. And it builds walls. But if I start to share, here are my successes, here are my challenges, here are some mistakes that I've made. Um, then it really, people can resonate with it. And so I use singing as a way to share my authentic self and to Mm -hmm. show people it's okay to take a risk because without that risk, there's no benefit or no upside. Um, So we need to be willing to take that type of risk. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Well, Rachel, we talked about how you uh, thought that it would be fun to sing on this show and to show us a little bit about how you've incorporated some of this into your presentations. Are, are you ready to do a little singing for us? Absolutely. And I'll just share that this is a, a snippet of a song that sort of embodies the spirit uh, that I try to share with many of my clients. Okay. Sounds good. And I think we're ready to cue. I'm going to do the whole Nigel Lithgow thing. Cue music. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad because I couldn't hear 
hear the music in the background. <laughs> I know. Our, our connection is a little iffy. I mean, we couldn't hear all of it, but what we could hear was really fantastic. Okay. I, think, I think what I'll do after the show is I will um, put a link to your webpage where you'd have, you have videos of you singing on your website. Is that right? I sure do. <laughs> hey, Thank I just, God. Because <laughs> the whole show is about perfection, and it's not about perfection. So there you have it. There you go. And it's okay to not everything be perfect. I mean, sometimes technology plays a little game with us, and that's okay. We still had a great time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what I will That's what I will do on my Facebook page. Uh, you can look me up on Facebook. Here, my little self, uh, shameless self-plug here. You can find me on Facebook. You can find my fan page, which is brand new, Success Profiles Radio. If you're on Facebook, search for Success Profiles Radio. Like my page. I will put a link to Rachel's website on my fan page where you can find clips of her singing and you will hear her do an amazing rendition of whatever it is that you sing. I don't know if this is one of the songs that you sing uh, on your videos or not, but uh, you'll get a really, really great flavor. And so I will do that for you and help share you and your authenticity with the world. So I'll do that. I'll put, your, your, I'll put a link to your website on my fan page, Success Profiles Radio. Fair enough? That sounds great. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. And I'm also on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright, and I will probably also tweet your website as well. So we, we want to get you out there and let you share your, your awesomeness with the world. So that's, that's what I'll do for you. So, um, yeah, hopefully when the connection is better next time, we'll, we'll have a better version. But what, what you did was really amazing. So thank you for, for being vulnerable and authentic enough to want to share that with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. So you are working on a one-person show, is that right? Yeah, so as I was mentioning, um, the book is part of a three-part project. So the next phase will be a CD of songs to accompany the book. And the third piece is going to be a keynote and a one-person show where I'm singing as I'm sharing my story. Mm. Okay, so does it resemble a, a musical or uh, does it resemble more of a motivational speaking session or is it a hybrid of both what's your vision for this well my vision is still formulating um, but my initial vision is to have an inspirational motivational keynote for more of a professional uh, presentation and then um, I will also have a one-person show which will be more of a show so I will actually um, just be sharing my story and singing along the way and sharing how music has really played such a big part in, in my world and how it's inspired me. Wow, that's great. So will you be reaching the same type of audience that you're trying to reach now with CEOs and businesses or will it be more of a, a general population appeal? Well, with the keynote, that will definitely be for the organizational world and um, at different conferences and association meetings. And the show will be for the general public. Great. So you are reaching a different audience. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And, um, and the same thing with my coaching. I, I coach in organizations, but I also coach individuals. So I very much like working with people. I'm all about inspiring reflection and mm -hmm. results. And so whether I do that in an organization or with individuals, uh, either way, it's very gratifying for me. That's great. And while I'm thinking about it, Rachel, can you give us our website and how people can find you and learn more about you? And I'll let you do this a few more times during the show, but I just happen to be thinking about it right now. So why don't you give that for us if you could, please? Sure. Thank you. Um, first of all, as you mentioned, my website is 
uh, www.raedevelopment.com. Uh, and there's all kinds of information on there. There's also um, recordings of other shows I've done and video. There's actually a video about my whole approach of integrating music into my work, uh, as well as some other videos. Uh, and then on Facebook, uh, I definitely invite listeners to um, look me up, Rachel Carew, K-A-R-U, author and singer. Rachel Carew, author and singer. Uh, I'm also on Twitter. If you want to just look me up, Rachel Carew, K-A-R-U. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I invite people to go to Amazon.com and buy my book, either on Kindle or uh, as a paperback. That's great. That's great. Now, you have a crowdfunding project. I did a previous show about what crowdfunding is and when it's appropriate to use and the different avenues that people can explore to do a crowdfunding project. You are actually doing one. So tell us about that. Sure. Um, it is a, a, pro, a, a campaign on Indiegogo. That's I-N-D-I-E-Go-Go. Mm-hmm. And Basically, uh, I figured, hey, why not get some support with my three-part project so that I can share it with the world? And uh, there's actually a video on there. If you go to Indiegogo.com and look at my name, Rachel Carew, you will see a video explaining the whole project. And there's lots of goodies and perks that I'm giving away to people that participate in the program. So there's different levels that mm. you support me, and depending on... The support, then I'm giving away things such as complimentary coaching sessions, uh, the book, uh, and when I have the CD ready to go, um, copies of that as well. That sounds fantastic. And we've got less than a minute to our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this show's going. I know I say that every single week, but it's still true. The show goes fast. I love it. So during this session, we talked about why Rachel likes to sing in her presentations and how she decided to be authentic and vulnerable and and put herself out there. And we had a a brief demonstration. The connection wasn't always. Enjoy that. And we talked about Rachel's one person uh, show that is still a work in progress, but it's going to be ready fairly soon. And of course, support Rachel's crowdfunding project. You can uh, even Google Rachel Carew, K-A-R-U, crowdfunding, just that, and it'll come right to her page. We will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. We will have one more segment. Stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. 
in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your high-on-life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Okay, and we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Uh, my very special guest this week is Rachel Carew. If you do have a question, uh, you can call us at 866-404-6519. And Rachel, let's talk about coaching because you do uh, uh, professional coaching for businesses and, and some perhaps some private coaching as well. How did you decide that you wanted to be a coach? I have always coached in one capacity or another. Even my first job out of college, I worked for a boutique behavioral interviewing company. Uh, and we use those interviews for recruitment, but we also use those interviews to coach our client managers. Uh, when I was at EMI Music, I coached. When I was at Easton Sports, I coached. So um, when I went out on my own, I started by doing a lot of training and facilitating, and I enjoyed it. But I realized something was missing for me. I really missed that one-on-one -on -one component and realized I wanted to pursue coaching as part of my practice. So that's how it all began. Wow. That's great. That's really great. So uh, was there? did you have a particular type of coaching that you wanted to do or did you always feel like you wanted to coach one-on-one -on -one or in groups or did this sort of uh, evolve? It's definitely a work in progress. Um, I focus as an executive career and a life coach. So I very much uh, enjoy working with people that are, are successful and that are eager to learn and that want to grow either personally or professionally to that next level. So I either do that with leaders or I work with individuals um, and I also work with people that are in career transition. Okay. That sounds fantastic. Now, I want to talk about something that, that you probably do. I know that we talked privately about personality assessments and how sometimes that can be very, very helpful. Let's just very globally, and then we'll talk about one in particular, but let's talk very globally about how having a client take a personality assessment helps you as a coach and how it helps your client figure out more about who they are and what they want. Sure. So I use what I call an inside-out approach to coaching, meaning that we're one person, whether we're at work or at home. So it's very important that we have a clear understanding of who we are and what's important to us. And I do a lot of work around helping people reconnect to their values, taking a look at work-life balance. And as part of that self-discovery process, I integrate assessments uh, such as the Myers-Briggs and another model called the Temperament Model that give clients a framework to better understand themselves and to ground themselves in who they are. 
and at the same time to realize, hey, not everyone's like us, so what do we need to do to modify or adapt our approaches when interacting with people that have different core needs than we have uh, while still staying true to ourselves? That sounds fantastic. So let's talk specifically about Myers-Briggs because I am very familiar with this. I've taken this uh, assessment. Uh, I know there are four different dichotomies that this personality assessment uh, measures. Am I right about that? Yes, there's uh, four different preferences that it explores. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, let's talk a little bit about about some of that because I know one of the measures is introvert versus extrovert, and I think we all have a pretty good idea what that is. What are the other three? Um, before I move on to the other three, I did just want to emphasize that a lot of times people stereotype what does introvert and extrovert mean. Okay. And specifically with this tool, what it's looking at is where we get our energy. Mm. Um, people with an introversion preference get their energy from within, and mm. people with an extroversion preference are energized by the outside world and interacting mm. with people. Okay. People, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so perhaps the operative question is, um, do you feel more energized when you get away from everybody, or do you feel more energized when you get in big groups and mingle? Yeah, and it's not to say that people with an introversion preference don't enjoy people and they can interact with people. It's just that that will eventually deplete them. So they need to find that space where they can reconnect with themselves. Maybe at the end of the hard, long day, they want to curl up with a good book or mm -hmm. go for a jog by themselves or maybe mm -hmm. with one other friend. Okay. Whereas okay. someone with introversion preference really desires to be with people the majority of the time. Okay. That sounds great. And there are questions in the assessment that lead you to know what your score is on that scale. What are some of the other ones, briefly? Uh, the tool also takes a look at how we like to gather information. Uh, there are those that have a preference for sensing and those with a preference for intuition. Um, then the tool also looks at how we like to make decisions. Some people prioritize their decisions by what we call thinking, which is very logic-based and other people prioritize their decisions from a feeling preference, which means that they make decisions and they prioritize their decisions based on the impact those decisions are going to have on others. And then finally, the tool takes a look at how we like to organize our external world. We have those with a preference for judging, and people with those that preference like to get closure and love having milestones and goals. Whereas the other preference is for what's called perceiving, and those folks actually prefer to keep things open-ended and like mm -hmm. to be more spontaneous. Cool. So do you use these tools to help people get a sense of where they need to be career-wise, or do you uh, use this in a sense to help people understand, uh, let's say in a relationship, what their partner is like? How, how does someone use something like this? Well, it starts with them first understanding themselves. Yes. And how, what, basically having them identify what we call our core needs. And based on those core needs, we have certain values, talents, skills, and behaviors we tend to engage in. So it starts with us understanding ourselves, and then the application depends on the type of coaching. Maybe it's, okay, now that I know me, what kind of um, career is going to work for me? Or, God, I seem to get challenged by certain types of people. Well, what preferences do you think those people have? So it gives people a work to learn, think about how to apply topics um, to help them improve their communication. Okay, okay. That sounds fantastic. So 
let me just ask, is this an assessment we can take ourselves or does it really need to be under the sort of the, the supervision of, of someone like yourself who can explain what, what we should glean from it when we're done or how does that work? Yeah, the way that the tool works is that you need to actually um, work with a certified or qualified practitioner uh, who is able to give you access to take the assessment and debrief the assessment. And I really can't emphasize that enough because it's not about just handing you an assessment and saying this is who you are. I actually have my clients self-select what they think is the best fit for them before I even show them the report mm. because they're the expert on themselves and they might actually choose a fit that the report is the report might not reflect. Okay. So it's really about people owning who they are, not just saying, oh, this test says I'm X. Okay. That's great. So let's talk a little bit about some of the kinds of coaching that you do. I know that when you work with corporations, you do some team building and some leadership uh, development. Yeah, so I, um, in the coaching arena, will work oftentimes with either managers, directors, or executives who are either new to their roles or who might be great technically, but maybe are challenged on the interpersonal side or the communication side of things. Um, so I actually do a lot of coaching the coach, teaching them how to be effective coaches. And then I also work uh, with what we call team development or team building, uh, oftentimes on the communication side of things. So I'll use the Myers-Briggs or other tools to help team members understand who's on the team and how do we best utilize all the talent on the team. Yeah, that's that's really great. So... Um... We had mentioned, or you had mentioned to me that uh, you sometimes do complimentary coaching sessions. Yes, I, I do. Uh, and um, I would love to uh, make an offer to uh, the first four people on your show that say they would like to have a complimentary session. Mm -hmm. I would be happy to offer them a 45-minute complimentary phone mm. or Skype session. Mm. That's very generous. 45 minutes. You can get a lot done in 45 minutes. Absolutely. That's great. Would that involve some pre-work before the call, like filling out some kind of a questionnaire or assessment, or will you just get on the phone and talk with them and we, say, what do you want out of this? Yeah, we'll just get on the phone and uh, whatever burning topics they have going on in their world they'd like some support with, um, I'll explain a bit about the coaching process, and then they'll get some hands-on coaching themselves. That's really great. I really appreciate that. Let me ask you, we're getting a little closer to the end. Uh, let me just ask uh, one more time how we can get a hold of you and how we can reach out to you. Thanks. Uh, so again, my website is raedevelopment.com. I also have a fan page on Facebook, which is Rachel Carew, K-A-R-U, author and singer. And, of course, the uh, website uh, or for Amazon to buy the book, just Amazon.com, and you can look up my name or Stepping Into More. And, uh, and then I have a Twitter page as well, Rachel Carew. And then, of course, that our sounds fantastic. <laughs> and what was that again? The crowdfunding, Indiegogo, Rachel yes. Carew. Yes, crowdfunding. Uh, Indiegogo, Rachel Carew, look up her crowdfunding project to support what she's doing. It's, it's fantastic work. So let me ask you my final question, which is my signature question that I ask everybody. Who inspires and motivates you? Honestly, my children. 
Um, my kids, I have two kids, and they're just so grounded in who they are and positive and curious. Uh, they're very open to learning, and they really challenge me to walk my talk and to be the best person I can be. So they definitely inspire me. That sounds great. we got about a minute and a half to the end. Do you have any final words or parting wisdom that you'd like to share with us before we end? I just really want to encourage people to take a look at who they are and if there is any shame or any judgments to allow themselves to really surface that because shame lives in secrecy. And the moment that we start to really become open and to communicate what's going on for us, the minute, that's when we start to release our shame and to release our judgments and really step into more, which is what my book is all about. That's great. And we can get that on Amazon. Is that right? Absolutely. Great. So get on Amazon. Search for Rachel Carew, R-A-C-H-E-L-K-A-R-U, and it should come right up. Thank you. That sounds fantastic. We are just about at the end. I do want to thank Rachel for being my very, very special guest this week. We come to you every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Success Profiles Radio has been going on for a little over a year. Uh, it's, been, it's been fun. I've enjoyed doing this, and I look forward to many, many more outstanding shows. And I'll tell you what, I've got some really fantastic guests lined up for the next few weeks. You definitely Definitely, definitely want to stick with us and come back every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can find my fan page on Facebook, Success Profiles Radio. Please like my page, and I look forward to having you back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Take care, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll...